This is Harry Williams. You are now listening to Sacramento's number one soccer-specific podcast. What's going on, soccer fans, and welcome to the number one soccer-specific podcast in Sacramento, the Sacktown FC podcast, an official partner with the California Storm and sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. Check them out at roughneckscarves.com and raise your game today. My name is John, and today, as usual, I am joined by my co-hosts, Luis and Danny. Gentlemen, how goes it? Goes good. It's a good morning. I just just woke up less than an hour ago, Uh, but it's... It's going to be pretty good. Uh, last night, I, I, I never thought I'd say this too, but I, I played Fortnite for the first time online, and it was actually kind of fun. So, looking forward to hop on that this weekend again. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing great actually. I just, uh, I just heard that Abby's going to get a Cruz Azul jersey. So, shout out to Abby. Um, I will uh, put in for that jersey if need be. So today, joining us via the Mikuni Dreamline is a former Sac Republic forward who took a chance to come from England to play for the best team in the USL. During his time with the Republic, he played in 41 games and netted five goals. We're excited to be joined by Harry Williams. Harry, how are things going for you these days? Yeah, yeah, things are going good, uh, despite the current circumstances. Been actually sunbathing today. It's quite a nice day in England today. So uh, I've been making uh, the most of the sun. <laughs> oh, that's why. Now that answered my question while we're doing the podcast at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apologies. <laughs> that explains why there's no lights on the house. There's actually sun hitting the, hitting the back of the sofa. So you know it's a sunny day. It's probably been that way all day. This is their one day a year where all people in England have an opportunity to not be transparent with their skin tone, I'm, I'm assuming, Harry? Yeah, I mean, I've actually got quite a good uh, skin tone. I'm quite tanned all year round. I, I catch it really, uh, really nicely for some reason. But yeah, it's been a nice day. It was nice yesterday, but I think tomorrow's not looking as good for it that way. Yes. So, um, Harry, how did you fall in love with the game of football? Um, I guess when I was just from a young age, um, my dad sort of took me to training sessions. Um, we watched uh, Man United. Um, which obviously I'm a big sport of Manchester United. Um, and I think it was just sort of my dad took me and I just, when I sort of got a taste of it, I just just loved it and I've just ever, loved it ever since. Even if I didn't play, I'd be a huge fan. I'd still be watching every Saturday. So, yeah. So growing up, what um, what club or academy were you a part of and what was that like for you? So the first team... Um, that my dad sort of took me to was Southside Tigers. And that was when I was about eight years old. Um, and I was with them for a few years and I got scouted by Chapman Town, who obviously a professional club. Um, and then I was in their academy from, I believe, around under 10s, under 11s, um, all the way up until obviously I was offered a scholarship and then ultimately offered a professional contract there as well. So we know you, you spent some time on loan before you joined the Republic. What did you learn from each of these loans? Yeah, so a lot of um, a lot of young players, especially in England, when they sign, obviously, professional contracts, they go on loan um, just to sort of get that taste of men's football, senior football. Um, so the, the most thing I learned probably was just the physical aspect. I gone from sort of playing with my age group or playing under 18s football to playing with men. Um, and it was a lot more physical um, and you sort of had to grow up quick. Uh, otherwise, you'd get bullied a bit. 
Harry, out of all your loan stops, which one do you remember the most in a positive or negative way? Um, the most I remember is probably when I was at Gloucester City. Um, I think I joined there towards the end of the season. They were in a bit of a relegation scrap. Um, they were down there and obviously they were fighting to survive and stay in the league. And I ended up scoring quite a few goals. Um, and we ended up staying in, staying up. We actually... I think the game that kept us up was against Worcester City, which was a bit of a local rival for us. Um, and I scored fairly late on. I think it was in the 80-something minute. Um, we won the game 2-1 and we ended up staying up. Um, and it was just a great way to sort of finish off that loan. And the fans really enjoyed it. Obviously, all the relief, staying up, not getting relegated. And it was a great feeling. And it was like special to be a part of that. That's awesome. Um, were there any veteran players on any of those teams that you would seek advice from maybe a guy who played in the EPL or one of the higher, higher end leagues around the world. Or was there one player that you would find yourself with your arm around asking questions like a little kid with poking him? Um, not really. I wouldn't say um, one specific player, um, not really at the loan clubs anyway, obviously because the team I was on loans to were part-time clubs. They were semi-professional clubs, so they wouldn't be full-time. Um, when I was full-time, um, there was a couple of players I was around. I was around Jamie Curriton a lot, who um, has scored and played a lot of uh, games and scored a lot of goals in the English Football League. Um, he's played for Norwich and whatnot. Um, he was good to have um, alongside. Um, but really, sort of everyone was um, having that little bit of input and trying to guide you. And everyone's really helpful, especially when you're one of the younger players, um, to sort of guide you on that. So at the Republic, you know, you, you were coached by, by Paul Buckle. So I wanted to ask, um, what did he mean to you as a coach and also as a, as a mentor? Yeah, Paul was really good for me. Um, he, I first uh, worked alongside him when um, he came and joined Cheltenham. Um, it was a struggle for him and the, and the team because he joined in a season where uh, Cheltenham wasn't doing well. Um, we were losing games um, and obviously he took over and unfortunately sort of couldn't change that trend. Um, but personal, on a personal note, he was really good with me, um, sort of always always encouraged me, um, gave me a lot of playing time um, at Cheltenham as well. Um, he was just someone sort of that would sort of believe in me, and it was good to have a manager that believes in you. Harry, besides playing for Paul Buckle, what made you join the Republic? Um, we, me and my dad, obviously, when we first heard of it, um, first got wind of the offer, we sort of did the research uh, as you have to do. And it was, mo it was mostly the fans, if I'm honest, um, obviously to see a packed out stadium and stuff like that. And fans with such passion, uh, you always want to play for a team that has good fans and that's supportive. And I'd have to say that was one of the main selling points. Yeah. What was your favorite memory of playing for Sacramento? Uh, favorite memories. There's, there's a few, but my, the one that sticks out is probably the game against Orange County in 2016 when I scored the winning goal to obviously secure the playoffs. And my parents were there as well. Um, obviously, they made the long trip over and it was nice to sort of score in front of them as well as secure the playoffs. Um, so I'd probably say that, that game, yeah. Yeah, and th those games against uh, Orange County are always uh, tough. And, you know, we've always had, had a tough time with them or had a... A close result too so yeah that's that's awesome so after playing 41 games with the republic uh you left the republic and what was behind that choice yeah so my sort of the contract ran out um 
I sort of I wanted to stay, um, but there was sort of signals that Paul um, wasn't going to be there, um, and obviously Graham I think was leaving as well. Um, so we did have discussions before I left, um, whilst Paul was still there about me coming back. Um, but whilst I was back in England, obviously things changed and uh, Paul left. Um, and then I was sort of left without a club. Um, we had sort of we tried reaching out to a few clubs to see if I could sort of stay in America and stay in the league. Um, but there was sort of no foreign spaces left, and I couldn't find a club out there. Um, so that's sort of when I had to turn my attention back to England and try find a club in England. So how is the narrative different now? I mean, you're you're back in England, obviously. Um, what's what's going on? What's what's looking? What are you looking forward to? You know, you're you're back to playing, but what's the next step after uh, with, with once you're once you're moving more once COVID's gone? Yeah, of course. So after sort of coming back, then um, I always wanted to stay in full time football, but it's it's, just, it's it was really hard to find a club. Um, obviously, I was coming back mid-season as well because um, the season runs differently in England. Um, and I was doing well. I, I then joined Gloucester City, back with Gloucester City. Um, I think I scored like three and six, but then I ended up suffering from a torn hamstring, um, which put me back. Um, I was out for around about eight or nine months, really, just because I wasn't in a full-time environment club. So I didn't have um, like rehab every day. I was sort of doing it myself, having to reach out to other professionals um, like medic professionals and stuff and people that work in sports science and physiotherapy and try get some sort of rehab plan um, and it's sort of knocked me back a bit um, I haven't been in the professional game now obviously for a few years um, playing playing semi-professional which is good but obviously I, I've always believed I'm good enough to play professionally um, hopefully I'll get that chance to play again um, but it's just about finding the consistency now um, playing games, scoring goals, then hopefully I can make the way up the leagues and play professionally uh, again. Yeah, you're still young. I mean, you're 24. You got those legs underneath you for a little bit longer. Yeah, a little bit longer, but uh, time's running out. Uh, so hopefully I can make it soon. But it's, it sort of makes you think as well, football's only a short career and anything can happen. So you sort of have to look beyond that. I've been in football since I was like nine and that's all I've really known. So it's been quite hard sort of trying to find another career path um but so i'm sort of doing that now um which which is good also that's awesome that's uh it's good to know that there's life after football and, and you're working towards that as well so yeah it's bittersweet but you know either way there's always the opportunity we we hope the best for for whatever you choose to do so thank you appreciate that perfect on that note it's time for some rapid fire questions so Rapid Fire is brought to you by New Glory Beer. Check them out online at newglorybeer.com for all their new specials like their Three West Friends package or family dinner specials. You can also follow them on all social media at New Glory Brewery. So Harry, this is how Rapid Fire works. We're going to ask you some uh, quick questions. Uh, you can only pass twice and you won't know what's coming next until you either pass or answer. Are you ready? Yep. Perfect. Yep, I'm ready. <laughs> um, first question who is the one club in the EPL that doesn't re deserve to be playing on the top flight um, you mean that are currently playing there yeah it doesn't deserve I know it should be rapid but I feel like everyone deserves to be there the, the league doesn't like at the end of the day so if you got promoted there you deserve to be there 
So you're saying no, they all deserve it? I'd say so. To be in the Premier League, yeah, there's not sort of one team I dislike that I'd throw in there. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Uh, what city in the USL do you remember being the toughest to play in? Probably Oklahoma or Arizona because of the heat. Oh, yeah, that's, that's always tough. Um, yeah. What would you say uh, is your favorite boot? My favorite boot? Um, I love the CTR. Um, but obviously, they don't make them anymore. Then I like the Magistas. Um, but I can't really get hold of them anymore. But I, I, I'm wearing Magista Opus at the moment. What about those new uh, Nikes that they just came out with that are supposed to be like the Edgar Davids ones from 9802? Yeah, I've seen them, but I, I tend to stick with what I know. I mean, I've, I love the Magista Opus at the moment. I wore them when I was uh, playing Sacramento as well. Um, so I've just stuck with them until I can't buy another pair, then I'll have to switch. <laughs> Who is the one teammate in your career that you would never send a birthday card to? Um, never send Probably Carlos Rodriguez, just because I don't speak Spanish. So, <laughs> what is your favorite soccer memory? Favorite soccer memory: um, scoring the winning goal um, against Orange County to win, get in the playoffs uh, in 2016 in front of my parents. That's definitely, I'd say, my favorite memory. So that, then he's going to like this one. Uh, would you rather kiss the crest of Reno or Liverpool? Reno. <laughs> I've got best friends that support Liverpool, so I wouldn't be able to live it down. All right, this one's a true or false. Uh, your nickname was Hacker Harry. And if true, how did you get that nickname? Yeah, I did hear that. That's true. Um, I got it after my debut against St. Louis. Um, I guess I got fouled quite a lot in that game. Um, and then the next thing I know, I've seen sort of an article about yeah, nicknaming me Hacker Harry. <laughs> what stadium in your career was the worst stadium to play in? I can't remember a worst. I remember the worst changing room. That would probably be Exeter City, um, just because it's so narrow. Um, I made my full league debut there and it was very narrow. Um, but worst stadium? Um, I can't really think of one. I probably have to say when we play uh, LA Galaxy 2 away and obviously have the racetrack around the outside. I've never been a fan of those racetracks around the outside of pitches. Yeah, those can be rough, especially if you're making a run for it and you got to <laughs> use the cleats and the, yeah, and the track. It's, it's all bad. Um, yeah, exactly. So, Who would you say is your celebrity twin? Celebrity twin. I have been told that I look like Ryan Gosling a few times, but I don't see it. But I'm not going to argue with that. I see it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, last question. If you could start a franchise with any four players from any era, who would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Rude Van Nistelrooy. Uh, any players, Rude Van Nistelrooy. They'd all be my United players. It'd have to be. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo as well Wayne Rooney um, and then I think Ryan Giggs yeah Ryan Giggs Fair or enough. Gary All Neville right. oh Gary Neville alright so that you got through it made it I think Danny's only disappointed in one answer and that was the kissing the crest of Reno but that's okay that's okay yeah we'll, I saw we'll the look of disappointment in his face <laughs> yeah that's a good look, though, isn't it? it? You can just feel it. You can feel the disappointment. <laughs>
So this is our last call. Uh, two little quick questions for you, and then, um, yeah, man, that about wraps it up. So last call, gentlemen, last call. What does community mean to you, Harry? So the idea of community. The idea of community is probably just like um, a sense of family, um, just sort of where you're from, that sense of family and everyone sort of comes together and pulls together um, to achieve a certain goal or whatever. Um, I'd probably say, yeah, that sense of family um, and all helping one another out uh, and no selfishness or anything like that. And uh, finally, Harry, uh, how can people see what you're doing these days and track your career? How can they follow you? Um, the probably best way to follow me, I guess, would either be on Twitter or on Instagram. I'm not really that often on Twitter, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, either Twitter or Instagram is probably the best way to follow me. Yeah. John's at it. <laughs> uh, I follow back. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome too. Yeah, a lot of a lot of players don't follow back. They just yeah, they, they leave you unfollowed. So that's it's good. It's good to, to hear players that actually want to be more you know involved with the community and with their fans too. Uh, me and Danny were just with uh, with a former uh, Mexican footballer, and he was like that too. And you know, we we like seeing those kinds of footballers who are humble, down to earth, and you know, are are cool with uh, talking to fans and following back is a bonus. But yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, of course, no one's sort of no one's bigger than anyone um, in this world. You sort of you got to be down to earth because you sort of you might be up high one day, but you might be lower the neck so sort of just being being just a human really no one's sort of bigger than anyone else um, so yeah that's cool well man we really appreciate you taking the time today uh we'll let you go finish out the rest of the day with the sun and over in england we know it's a rarity like a unicorn so enjoy man exactly of course thank you thank you for having me all right harry, we'll talk to you soon thank you harry, right. thank you, harry. see you later bye-bye Today's guest was brought to you by the Mikuni Dreamline. All Mikuni restaurants are now open, but if you can't get there, it's still easy to get your favorite dishes using the Mikuni app. Please make sure to pre-order, and when you arrive, they will deliver your meal straight to your car. Visit them today at mikunisushi.com or download their app, available in the App Store or Google Play. Man, so thank you guys for taking the time to join us today. We can be found on a few different platforms for social media. Uh, we have two Facebook landings, essentially. We have a page that is the Sacktown FC podcast. You can find us um, on Facebook pages. And we also have a group of Sacramento soccer fans where we talk all things soccer within our community. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Sacktown FC. And we will, we're always open. We are always collaborating and willing to talk. So please send us those messages or, or those retweets. And we'll, we'll definitely make sure we are having those conversations with you. You can also find us. Whoa, on- whoa, whoa, John. John, you cannot forget of our amazing partners, California Storm. You can find them on their website, guys, at calstormsoccer.com. You can also find them on IG and Twitter at CalStorm Soccer, and at California Storm on Facebook. You may now proceed. So this podcast is powered by Reboot. Reboot is a nonprofit organization whose sole purpose is to help more kids play soccer while creating opportunities to practice generosity, empathy, and leadership. Check them out today at reboot.soccer, 
where you can find out more ways to be a part of the program and also help reboot your community today. And if any of you are uh, gamers, uh, you can find us on Twitch. We're under Sacktown FC. We usually play FIFA 20, but now that I started playing a little Fortnite, if you guys want to challenge me on there, and then I am down for that challenge. I'm not that good yet, but hey, what matters is that you have fun playing. Um, you can also find us on Xbox and PlayStation. On Xbox, we're under Sacktown FC. That's usually my account. On PlayStation, we're Sacktown underscore FC. That's John's account. Uh, again, we play FIFA 20 there too. So if you guys want to challenge us, we're always down for a challenge. But we do ask that you take your L and that you do not rage quit. Otherwise, you will get a shout out here in the next pod. You can also find us at sacktownfc.com. You can find all of our episodes. Uh, you can also find out more about the squadron, which is our form of supporters group. Uh, so check that out. There's a lot of amazing perks that you can get from joining. Uh, you can also find soccer polls. And you can also contact us if you guys have any questions, if you have comments, if you have feedback on how we can help like grow the podcast. If you have feedback on things maybe we should change, then please, you know, let us know and we will respond to you as soon as we're able to. We really appreciate everybody's um, involvement in this. It's not just about Danny, Seth, Luis, myself, or even Michael. It's about you guys and you taking the time to listen and, and motivating us to want to do more. So we really appreciate everybody's um, commitment to us. And we hope you guys appreciate the commitment that we have to the game of soccer. We want to send a shout out to our friends at Reboot and Street uh, Soccer USA Sacramento for all of the time and effort they've provided us as well and, and partnering with us to provide content and, you know, get some things out in the community. So we're really excited for what the future holds. We have the tournament, the five on five tournament that will be coming up here in September. Hopefully once this lockdown is done, so September, October, and we're going to have a lot of fun things going on in that tournament. So make sure you are staying posted to our social media or even with our own personal social medias as we'll be announcing things as we go. But we're really uh, excited about what, what's going to come from that, even potentially uh, a Friday night dinner. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. So that's all we have for today's episode. A special thanks to Harry Williams and taking the time to remove himself from the sun in England when we know England is mostly cloudy. Um, we, we appreciate that time he gave us. And to you for listening, remember to have your notifications on as well because we know you don't want to miss new episodes that are dropped twice a week. Um, so subscribe, give us some positive comments, and check us out on all of our episodes and our past episodes at sacktownfc.com. Until next time, cheers, everybody. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks, everyone. Take care.